Welcome to The 100 Club. I'm Tom, joined by Rich, and we've got another fantastic interview today with Brandon Glover of the Oval Invincibles. Going to be asking him all about the team, his preparations, and his route to the tournament. Hi, guys. How's it going? Hi, Brandon. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Yeah, thanks uh, for No, our pleasure, absolutely. I'm just going to change the, uh, the angle slightly so people can look at you rather than my ugly face. Uh, <laughs> one moment. There you go. <laughs> um, thanks for joining us today. Um, we are clearly just fans of the 100 and we're getting into it, um, but we, we, we've loved cricket for a long time. But for someone who maybe hasn't been following cricket for a long time, who's getting into it because of the tournament, how would you sort of describe yourself as a player? What are your strengths? So I'm like a, a fast bowler. Um, for those which don't know, it's guys which can bowl like 85 into the 90s, I'd say. Um, not much of a batsman, as much as I'd like to say I am. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely main role, main role bowler, opening the bowling, try to take the new ball kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's me in, in summary, I'd say. So what's it yeah, like? and what's, what's sort of the opening week of the tournament been like for you guys and sort of meeting up with the new team and, and getting used to everything? Yeah, it's been been real cool. Um, it was quite intimidating for me. I didn't know many of the guys, obviously, just joining the county circuit last year. Um, so to be around this um, caliber of players and everything and walking into the change room and being like, well, it was pretty cool. Um, but the guys are all, they're super lads. They're very welcoming as well. So that was all very nice for me. And then, yeah, getting into the spirit of the 100 and all that, it's its crazy. It seems like a, as well, it's a really big tournament. And then that first game at the Kia over was just insane. Like packed house, loud music bashing <laughs> everywhere. So... Yeah, what an experience, and I think it's um it's going to go from strength to strength as well. Yeah, it's been quite it's been quite a change to cricket's image, I think, quite a new tournament for everyone. Um, but you're you've not been a professional cricketer for so long, so um, you're a Northants uh, contracted player. But what what's your sort of journey towards the hundred been like? Yeah, it's been um it's been an interesting one. So I started out playing my cricket in South Africa while at uni, playing some first class stuff over there. Then got a, um, a call from the Netherlands because I'm half Dutch. I've got my Dutch passport. Played international for them in 2019. Had a good run. North Hansen got, got hold of me and they said, um, we'd like to bring you over here to, to play in the UK. So I was like, what an opportunity. Had to do it. Um, and then last year, obviously, was a bit of an up and down year with COVID and whatnot. So I didn't get full quotes of games, but um, had a decent blast. Uh, bowled, bowled quickly, I guess. And then, yeah, uh, had the draft this, this year. I think it was in, in March around there. Um, and I wasn't expecting anything and my agent got on the phone to me and he said, well, we've got some interest from one or two teams. So it's looking good for you to get in 100. I was like, wow, OK, well, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty epic. Um, and yeah, fortunately, got the contract. So, yeah, that, that's my route. Been been all over the place, really. But I'm glad to be here. I, I like how you describe it uh, very modestly as a good run. I think you had, was it 28 wickets in the calendar year in 2019 from the Netherlands, which I think is joint second <laughs> most for, uh, for wickets in a year. Really, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was something like that. It was, it was good, yeah. I'd say that. I, I don't quite know how many wickets, but yeah, it went um, you, well, you, so that's well, it. You look yeah. the I mean, you look around the tournament. I mean, you, you're with Oval. You've got Fred Klaassen up at Manchester. Tim van der Gutten is at, um, at uh, the Rockets as well, yeah. I think. Um, so pretty good pace attack then for the Dutch coming up in uh, in the T20 World Cup later this year, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely one of our strengths with the Dutch. We've got um, a good fast bowling contingent. We've also got um, Shane Snater as well. And then a good few batsmen like Rula van der Merwe, Tendo's around as well. So, yeah, good, very good team. Um, 2019, we sort of showed what we could do by winning that qualifying tournament. And then, yeah, the guys are scattered around the county circuit. So, top quality players. Um, so, it'll be, it'll be a good tournament coming up to that, I reckon. Yeah, we've had a chat to a, a few players. And, you know, there's 
quite clearly some some joy to be had in sort of dismissing for bowlers dismissing their mates or batters and vice versa <laughs> smash them around so have you got your eye on anyone in particular um i actually had this question last year and i said rule of thumb over <laughs> uh, and then i happily i got him in a four day game against somerset so that provided some joy <laughs> i don't think he enjoyed it so much but yeah it's, it's definitely you always have a target on each other when you play your mates kind of thing kick, uh, to get the wood over them um as it stands i'd like to get tender as well but um that would have to be in the county stuff but yeah yeah it's sort of whenever even i think the funny thing would be if i had to play against a bowler like freddie class and me and him always have a jab at each other for our batting so it's always nice to dismiss a fellow fellow bowler who tries to bat. That's always fun. So yeah, sorry, Tom. When you when you joined up with the squad, did you did you have a sit down with Tom Moody and did he did he talk through kind of his expectations of you and what he sees your role in the squad being? Yeah, I think when I signed, we had a call before the tournament even started, kind of thing. Um, and he said, obviously, I'm young, so mainly to to learn is a good thing for me. Um, but then to come and bring in bring in some pace, be that um, the strike bowler, that's sort of sort of my role here, um, and just take the opportunity when I get it. So we've got a very good bowling bowling attack here. Um, so there's always going to be good competition and whatnot. So it's just about um, if and when I get that chance. He said I just need to take it with both hands. So yeah, looking looking forward to that. We'll just carry on training. Hopefully get a few more games with um, without the weather hindering us too much. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, just seeing how that goes. But yeah, definitely, definitely to bring bring some pace, bring some aggression, and that's that's sort of my my role, pretty much wherever I go. So it's, it's quite simple, straightforward for me. Yeah, we've uh, we've seen the, the the value of you know really fast bowling. Clearly, in the tournament so far, Marshall Delanger taking eight wickets so far. Um, your next game up against the Northern Superchargers looks like it might be a bit of a wet one again, and clearly that affected the 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 first of the London Spirit derbies. I suppose we're calling them. Yeah. Um, but we're also we're going to see some squad changes coming up, you know, with some of the England players now going out into the test setup. So, um, you know, we, we've got to be hopeful, right, that you're going to get some some good game time coming up. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we lost Sam, um, obviously a big loss, but that is a bowler, so that potentially opens some doors. And I think a lot of it is going to be on um, tactics as well. So it won't be the same team the whole time. It depends where we're playing, what the pitch is like. So there's always opportunity to come in there. And if you if you go well, then you have know, to uh, solidify yourself in the team. But yeah, like you said, unfortunate that um, the London game got rained out. That would be at Lords, potential opportunity there, um, and over here at, um, in Leeds. But yeah, like you said, a bit of a wet one. But yeah, it's it's all tactics and it's all about um, depending what they want on the day. I mean, we've got pace and Saki as well. So if they want two quicks as well, could bring that in. Um, but yeah, just got to stay prepared, stay ready because when the chance comes, you need to take it. So looking forward to performing on the stage. I listened to quite a good interview with um, with Mark Wood recently, where he was saying that even uh, ninety plus, if it's up and down, it's still going to get smashed. And he was just yeah. talking about the, the role of you know how important variation is and kind of moving the ball off the straight, etc. So, are, are you working pretty hard on your variations in the nets and trying to sort of develop different different sort of strings to your bow? Yeah, yeah, you, you can't you can't just bowl one pace. Um... I don't think you ever could, but specifically anymore and in these shorter formats, one pace, if it's quick, the batsmen sort of enjoy it more. Um, I find lots of that in the blast. They just sort of back away and swing the bat at it. And then all it needs to do is pierce the inner ring and with the pace, it will go anywhere. So um, change-ups very, very important. I've got got two. I'm working on a third, two good ones, but you need to have it in your arsenal and you need to show it because um, it just puts the batsman off, puts another thought in their mind. So got a nice leg cutter, got a nice off cutter, getting a bit of top spin to it as well. 
Um, but yeah, you need to have these things in the modern game because if you don't, then you ball yeah up and down ninety. Mark Wood can ball up and down ninety five. Um, but yeah, they can they can line it up and batsmen, like I said, they enjoy it. it. Comes off the bat nicely, and that that ball is very hard and flies very fast. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need to. Um, there's so much to it these days. There's also field placings where you're going to bowl to specific batsmen, um, pace on pace off with the the long boundary, short boundary. There's so much going on. So. We get together as a bowling crew and we sort of say, well, this is what the stadium's looking at. This is what the batsmen looking at. Chat to the captain and say, these are these are going to be our tactics. And if it means you bowl three slow balls in and over, or if you need to go to the Yorkers almost straight away, um, yeah, it's something you need to have and something you need to be able to do on demand, basically. Yeah. And I mean, we've talked about this sort of in the past as well, in terms of the use of data. Would you describe yourself, yourself as a, a data kind of guy in terms of pre-planning a lot of those uh, elements or do you like to use a bit of feel or get the captaincy uh, element to sort of change it on the hoof yeah i'm quite a mix I, I do enjoy the um the data more more like looking at where the batsman gets dismissed or where the main boundary options are i don't try look into it too much and i because i don't want my head to get scrambled before the game so i'm going to if i ball here then i'm in trouble <laughs> if i don't i'll get it um then it is a lot um a lot of feel as well when i'm running up because i believe if i ball like my best ball it's still going to be a tough ball to hit so start off with that chat to the captain, say this is our plan, stick to that plan first. And then if the batsman starts taking that out, then we need to sort of um, adapt and adapt and overcome it, I guess. But yeah, it's definitely useful having that some data. A lot of the guys use it. Um, and like I said, if I can see where they get dismissed more often than not, that's where I'm going to try to put it. Um, and definitely with the boundaries and stuff and what the pitch plays like that, that definitely comes into it as well. So yeah, I do look at it, but I try not to um, overcomplicate things. I like to say, this is what my main strength is. Let me stick to that because I don't want to, you know, like I said, don't want to get scrambled and running, feeling nervous as anything. So, yeah, yeah. got to keep it calm. I guess at least you have your accounting degree, right? So you've got. <laughs> yeah, so I know, I know how to use the data. <laughs> That's, um, yeah, the accounting degree showed me the importance of keeping it simple because if you've got too much data, then you start stressing. So, I mean, you, you're still only 22, right? And you've had a fantastic couple of years uh, kind of coming up and, and getting this far. Where where do you sort of see yourself in a few years' time? Do you would you like to get get out to sort of the big bash, the IPL? Is that sort of the ultimate aim? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, just playing in this franchise has shown me yeah, like how cool it is and how exciting it is to be doing this. So that's definitely one of my goals: playing the big bash, playing the CPL, the IPL. Of course, is a, is the pinnacle and everything. So to be able to um, to be able to do that will be will be epic, and it's definitely something I look towards. Like playing cricket and traveling the world at the same time. That that for me is a great life experience. So. I look forward to trying to do that. But yeah, that, that's the goal. I'll keep working on it. And then also work on my, my four-day stuff as well and see where that takes me. But just to be um, an all-round voter, develop myself and see where we can go. So yeah. All, all, all format, all format cricketer. Yeah, definitely want to be an all-format cricketer. I know I focus more on the white ball as of late, but um, I would like to play all formats, especially with the count season as well. Can only improve you as a bowler, I'd say. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And if you'll indulge me slightly, clearly in the in the sort of the near term, you've got the World Cup coming up uh, with the Netherlands um, over in the UAE. Um, uh, now, I think you're in uh, one of the preliminary groups alongside Namibia, Sri Lanka and Ireland. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about that and your preparations for the squad? Yeah, we, we didn't expect the um, the groups to change, to be honest, because we had mm. the, um, the one which was in Australia. Um, we were pretty set. We had our plans for that. So now having that change was a bit like, OK. But it is what it is. Um, we feel like if we play our, our best brand of cricket, we should finish top or at least second in that group. So we de we definitely fancy our chances with the uh, the squad that we have and the players we have on board. 
Um, and yeah, like it's back in the UAE, and we had a we had a good qualifier there, so we sort of know how the pitches play and the stadiums are and everything. And yeah, we're looking forward to it. We definitely back ourselves, and we'd like to showcase what Dutch cricket is to the world, and hopefully get through to the main yards. Yeah, I think uh, the growth of cricket across Europe is something we've kept an eye on. You know, um, it's it's coming, and uh, the hundred is just part of it. So, I think you know we applaud that side of what the Netherlands is doing. Um, brilliant. Um, Brandon, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, fascinating insight. And uh, we wish you all the best, firstly, for your own cricket, but also the weather. Hopefully, we yeah. get some games in very soon. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on board. It was a lot of fun. No worries, guys. Um, if you enjoyed that, then let us know with a like. That would be much appreciated. Put some questions down below. All appreciated. We'll catch you next time on The 100 Club.